You are now tuning in to Messages from Moonchild. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Moonchild J, and we're back with episode three of Messages from Moonchild. Today, I have a very special guest, Clarence, one of my favorite people ever. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So I guess before we get started with everything, I'll just let everybody or let you let everybody know a little bit about yourself. You know, things like that. Well, my name is Clarence Nichols. Um, you can find me on Instagram. My personal Instagram is Rocky, R-O-C-K-E-Y underscore style. You can find my business Instagram at crown underscore dots app, crown underscore dot app. And my other endeavors, creative design. I'm a very creative person. That is Rocky underscore stylish, the same way as my first handle, but with stylish instead of style and that's really about it yeah they'll know more later okay okay that's okay energy <laughs> he's just like y'all find out later like you didn't want to tell them you don't even want to tell them what it is like what is crown what is rocky because if you Look. because you over here talk about so my name is clarence so where the fuck rocky come from <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we I can definitely get into that for real because everybody asked me that. Okay, well, Rocky, that actually came from my Facebook name, Rocky Hollister Bloom. And my Facebook name came from the show Shake It Up because the girl, well, Zendaya's character was Rocky. I promise you. I promise you that's where I got it from. And then... The Bloom part came from Orlando Bloom off Holes. Why? I don't know. I just know that that's where it came from. That's what I remember. And Hollister, I used to really like Hollister. Do do you identify with Orlando Bloom's character in Holes? I did. I did. And I want to say because he was the most, to me, in my eyes, he was like one of the most adventurous. He was... Mm -hmm. He he was actually like trying to dig holes, but for himself. Like, yeah, it looked like yeah, I'm I'm following the crowd, but I'm really not. I got my own alternative, my own motives. I always have my own personal motives to doing things, no matter how crazy they might look. Mm-hmm. It always makes sense though, so I do have that under my belt. And also with the Crown, I promote creativity, positivity, and confidence. Right now, we are on a, I'm saying I'm on a break right now from Crown, but I'm always working, always trying to better myself so I can actually get on and better other people as well with that. So that kind of goes into, you know, Rocky and Crown a little bit. And also, I want to get into how I know Jess, just a tad bit. I met her (laughs) at school through one of our other friends, and I just clicked with her off rip, like, she probably didn't know that, but off rip, I was like, oh, she real cool. Like, I can dig that. And then we had our little intimate moments. We had our times where it would just be me and her. We'll talk. She always helped me figure out certain things that are like, dang, Clarence, I don't know what to do. And then I might go over there. And then it's like, oh, appreciate that. I get it. It's always like a cool vibe, real chill, very spacious mind-wise. I don't know how to like explain it but it's very spacious mind wise cool vibes great vibes my heart my soul <laughs> <laughs> my soul this just made me tingle a little bit on the inside <laughs> well yes yes well clearance huh, you said a lot there that's really cool though i mean i'm talking about that's really cool like i just don't know what the fuck you got going on but (laughs) no for real y'all clarence though is really one of my favorite people i promise y'all if it was not for him this podcast probably would have just been in the fucking trash can or something you know what i'm saying so i really don't know what i would do without you for real because you know me like i'm very scatterbrained i start getting easily irritated and just saying fuck it all you know what i'm saying but you really helped me keep my thoughts in order for this show. So I really am really grateful for you. You're welcome. You helped me do the same as well. So what? So what's the player partner? Or what's the player partner to you, Claire? So, so a player partner to me is somebody who is really cool. They smooth. They remind you of... Uh, an example would be like Megan Thee Stallion when she first popped on the scene. Like everybody wanted to, everybody wanted to party with Meg. Why? Mm-hmm. Because she cool. They see she down to earth. They see she's relatable. And not only are you relatable, but you also 
you you got your boundaries. You know your places. You know where you can go. You know where you can't go. You know where mm-hmm. you need to be. You know where you don't need to be at because you just already hip upon everything. That's another thing. A player partner is going to be knowledgeable, always knowledgeable. You can take them anywhere. And I, when I say anywhere, I mean like anywhere. And they can just sit and observe. They observe it. See, look, it's helping me. But they observe it. Like a player partner would just be like, I don't know, like <laughs> a secret agent almost. Like <laughs> that's what I wanted, like 007, like. Know everybody, know everything. And if you don't know, you're going to find out. (laughs) Okay. That's what I feel like a player partner is. Okay. okay. A confident friend who, uh, a confident friend who on the move. Okay. I like that. A confident friend on the move. I like that. I like that. Okay. So to piggyback on that, um, I would say a player partner is a cool ass nigga too, you know, uh, such as you or myself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> such as you or myself. Can't leave that out. But um, somebody that's just accepting of everybody, um, everything. Um, you know, we go into things not judging. We go into uh things not expecting everybody to move the same way as us because you know it's life and we understand that that's life that everybody is not the same as us but we look at what we said before you know um with being a play the play upon i feel like i grew up to be the play partner that i am today the real last nigga that i am today you know what i'm saying because i was judged because i was fucked with constantly growing up you know what I'm saying I feel like I wouldn't have been able to be as accepting as I am of others and things like that if I didn't go through it I think that's why I'm so accepting of others so but you know of course being a player partner just doesn't mean that we're always receiving good you know or uh, receiving all good things you know what i'm saying and that because of certain things like boundaries certain things like accepting everybody you know what i'm saying so that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today just the whole idea of you know acceptance judging uh play a partner our roles as play a partner and just like how easy it is for the play a partner to attach to negative spirits and uh, keep around dead relationships friendships connections things like that and ways to a little bit of tips and ways to get out of those things or deal with those things i want to talk a little bit about just being accepting of people in general i feel like it's easy to accept things when you go into things with an open mind and for motherfuckers that ain't got no open mind, I know that's hard. <laughs> I know that's hard. But you really do have to go into stuff with an open mind, an open heart, and just go into shit not passing, like, with no intent of passing judgment. Just listen. I, just, I talked talked about this a little bit on my previous episode, how when people communicate, people don't listen to obtain information they listen to respond and so I feel like you have to keep that in your mind to go into anything with an open mind you know what I'm saying don't talk don't listen just to respond to what the motherfucker is saying to you because if you do that I'll rip your you put a barrier up your thoughts and everything that you think matters over them and when you're talking with with somebody it should never be that never be that should never be the case you know what i'm saying so i feel like when it comes to acceptance it's like okay you have to hear from their point of view because just like you don't understand why they're coming from that point they don't understand why you're coming from that point either 
And he's just gonna piggyback off what you were saying because it's crazy because you'll be mad at themselves, and that's what I was finna get at. Because okay, let's say me and you are having a conversation. Hey, let's say we even agree to disagree on something that we was just talking about. For me to sit up here and just listen to you or whatever on an opposing argument, and I'm just listening. If you just listening, you're going to hear the stuff you don't like. You're going to hear those buzzwords. It's like, yeah, you saying something that don't even make sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to piggyback on what you said about the whole Orlando Bloom and the whole situation about him being adventurous and him digging holes for himself and just doing things that he wants to do because that's his way. That's what you mm-hmm. said, right? That's what you said. I'm just making sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm okay, I like that. So... Yeah, so we're going to kind of put that in with judgment, the idea of judgment and stuff like that. And I feel like that's why people get judged. That's why people face ostracism because people go about their own way and because of the norms that our society has brought upon us, these ridiculous ass norms, Mm -hmm. it causes people to to judge the people that are outsiders and so i mean i know that um yes i know that holes it's been a minute since i watched holes and i'm pretty sure that's not the message that they were trying to convey but this is just me picking at what you said but kind of when you the way you're explaining him it kind of made it seem like I don't know, like, I saw it just, I don't know, being himself or doing for himself, shall I say. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, personally, like I said, that's the way that I move. I do a lot of things for myself, and that's, I promise you, that's how people would look at it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he's he's just going there because this is benefiting him in such, such, such a way. Mind you, I might not have wanted to go. I'm sucking it up for the team because I know that if I don't go, then somebody else not going to go. Mm-hmm. And, and or, you know, somebody else going to not feel comfortable going. Or even if I feel uncomfortable, I know how to shift and adjust and literally beat to my own drum. So I can be beaten to my own drum while everybody else having fun. I could just go outside and act like I'm not there. Like get granted that's not a good coping mechanism, mm-hmm. but you know. But still, you know, that's that's really why that's that's why. That's what I got from that and that's what I recall from watching it. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna first of all, you're right, that's not a good coping mechanism, but we'll explore some better alternatives. <laughs> because that's what this show is for, right? Greeking nice shit together. <laughs> Okay. Because if it was up to me, I would have even went. <laughs> and if they forced, <laughs> and, forced and if somebody forced me to go, you know they catching my wrath. Like if I don't want to be somewhere, I ain't gonna be there. Fuck it. And if you making me be there, I'm gonna make you not wanna be there. Fuck it. You talking about. <laughs> so, so so just avoid all of that. We take it ourselves. We're considering ourselves first. And saying fuck it, if it don't suit us, it can kick rocks. <laughs> that Honestly. But you know what? As you say that, as you say that, that made me think like, is that us judging, not necessarily ourselves, mm. but judging how we would be judged? Like, I know we are both coming up out of that, you know, because mm. we do have those problems. Mm. But, you know, just thinking like, oh, well, maybe when I want them to do something for me, they might not do it. So I totally see how it could be selfish. Mm. I totally do. But, you know, when we when you need that and you, you know, people don't understand or know that you're putting yourself on a, you know, not yeah. even to say just putting yourself on a back burner. But even when you're not, you know, is that just do you feel like that's like judgment on ourselves or judgment on the other people? Like, you know, like, OK, so are you saying that? you remove yourself are you basically saying that you remove yourself from that situation to prevent yourself from being judged or because you feel like you're being judged or you want to stop a situation from escalating into something where you have to enforce judgment or or judgment is being enforced on you um in a way i would definitely more so say the judgment on me 
Yeah, now you now you explain like that. It's definitely more so that it definitely would probably be the judgment on myself per se. Mm-hmm. And only because I'm I'm such a people pleaser. So that kind of mm-hmm. gets in the way sometimes. But I would I would say it's the judgment on myself. Okay. Okay. So I think honestly, and you asking me what do you think is like a good way to combat that or yeah, that and also do you do that as well? Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. It wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be me. You see, it's the, I don't know if you ever seen this, that picture that was circulating on Twitter. I don't know if it, I don't be on Instagram like that, but it was circulating on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it was it was 21 and Young Thug, I think. But 21 okay. was off. Like he's standing off holding the cup. Like they was at a party and Thug was like socializing with everybody. And the caption was like, Me when. The only person you know at the party is talking to other people. Yes, I did. And, and I was like, it's so relatable. Exactly. <laughs> All my friends was was uh, quoting me or, you know, adding me in that. they like, bro, this ain't just because I don't know who this is. But, like, people don't understand. I have so much trauma related to being in open crowds in general. Like, and like, regardless of how big or small they are. And so I think that's why I'm so scary when it comes to going out in general. Because you know me, Clarence. Like, you would have to literally pull pull me by my last strand of hair to get me to go any fucking where. You know what I'm saying? Unless I'm just feeling it. And if I'm feeling it, where do I be at? Nine times out of ten. In the corner. You know what I'm saying? So yep. if it was <laughs> so if it's up to me. I don't know. Like, I have that problem. I really do have that problem, too. And it definitely stems from me feeling like people are judging me. But at the same time, you got to look at the situation like everybody loves you. I mean, like, this sounds crazy. But that's really, I feel like, the best way to, to keep you sane. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as, like, interaction with people in fear and judgment, like, you just got to go into shit, like, everybody love me, fuck you talking about. You know what I'm saying? Because if you really think about it, when you very conceited people, they, mm-hmm. a lot of times people that are conceited or arrogant or self-centered, whatever you, the case you want to, or whatever you want to call it, they don't pay attention. People like that usually don't pay attention to their surroundings so and when I say their surroundings like they don't they they can't peep that people don't don't fuck with their energy you know what I'm saying like they they can't peep that them acting the way they do rubs them off a certain kind of way and that's because they hold themselves to a high standard that's because they have that much pride to think well I love me so why the fuck nobody else can love me you know what I'm saying so I feel like yeah that is why so us feeling like people um judges i feel like that is just our own self or our own thoughts about ourselves being projected out i like that i like that take on that because like <laughs> i've thought about it in that way before because mm-hmm. i'll be thinking like nobody else in here is giving you that type of vibe nobody else in here is making you feel uncomfortable so why do you feel uncomfortable exactly. because you don't want to be there you know what I'm saying? So but it's crazy that you say that because... When you're dealing with folks like us, I mean, I can't speak for everybody, but it's like, you want to be there. You want to go out. You want to enjoy yourself. You want to socialize. You want to do all of this, but you can't. Like, nothing, like everything. It's just something in you that's just like, fuck it. Fuck this. <laughs> like, why it's so I, true. That's so true. Why did I even get out the house? Like, why did I even decide to get out the house? You know what I mean? Okay, so like I said, like I was saying, I do like the way that you take you said that and you put that take on that because I haven't really thought about it in that way before. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes because I'll be in parties or I'll be anywhere just thinking like, well, you know, I, it's me judging everybody else. When I kind of think about it, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that person is the leader of the pack. This person just here to be here. That person don't want to be here. That person is just like me. He, they want to go outside and not be bothered. <laughs> so it's like, it's crazy that you say that because I have been around people who are a little more intrinsic, a little more into themselves, a little more, I feel like I'm the life of the party without anybody telling me. Mm-hmm. So I see I see that, I see that um, comparison. And it's crazy that you say that feeling of judgment is basically us just 
pushing out you know what we feel about ourselves and this just i just this actually got me thinking a little bit because most kids are they they are the conceited they are the arrogant people in our lives like mm-hmm. it, it, when, when we really think about it so it's like what makes us what make the ones who still stand out and still are like ah and what makes the ones who are like yeah i'm gonna stay back a little bit because i'm already you know trauma or the ones really yeah like that okay okay so i like that so you know my theory is of course there's of course there's always other things around it but my theory is Mm -hmm. people that are able to just soar through this life with no worries no anxieties loving the fuck out themselves i feel like they've had more of a reassuring past either that or they were able to get over it, get over their traumas more effectively. And it's actually something I learned okay. about in my in my class. I mean, I ain't gonna get into all of that because I can't even remember who the um theorist was. But basically, the theorist basically proposes <laughs> that you can't successfully go to the next stage of your life. Or let, let me not say that. The next stage of your life will be not in order, basically. It's not going to be in order if the stage before it did not end off with it. On a good note, if you weren't able to bring closure to the certain event prior mm-hmm. or to that stage prior. So if you could not bring closure to that stage prior, if you did not end off on that stage on a good note, then when you go to the next stages, you basically going to be fucked up because your foundation isn't there. And so with that being said, I feel like a lot of people, you know, some people are, and I think that's a problem that people have too. It's not that people are weak. It's just some people literally do need a little extra more to get over certain things or, you know, to, to rebuild from trauma. And so I feel like the people that you're saying are out, very outgoing, intrinsic, things like that. I feel like they were either a able to effectively get through those stages like you know bring closure to those state to those things in their life or they just constantly got reassurance like you know was always on top you know like they were the populars you know what i'm saying they were the ones that everybody loved you know what i'm saying or things like that i feel like that's just that's just my theory but then you got the people like me or people like people like us that's been bullied from however the fuck long you know what i'm saying or in not even just as far as bullying is concerned just being in certain situations where you were humiliated i remember when we was about six seven we went to the lock-in at all american and i was homeschooled i said six seven six seven grade excuse me I was homeschooled, so I didn't know about all like the latest fashions and because you know back then that's when like Hollister and shit was all popping. I didn't know shit right. about that. I didn't know shit about that because I was homeschooled. You know what I'm saying? And I had my own interests. Like I used to listen to because I used to get teased about stupid shit, like bullied, teased about stupid shit. Like oh, you listen to white girl music? You a white girl? And when you a little girl, like shit like that, it's like why would you call me white folk? Like. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like that's insulting. <laughs> I mean, even now that shit's still insulting, but that's insulting. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what you call me a white girl? Because I I don't listen to the same music as you, but I've always been like that. You know what I'm saying? Or um, but anyway, so back to my um my cousin. So we got all American and shit. I had wore some bell bottom capris. Don't ask me why. I wore some <laughs> bell I wore some bell bottom capris. I didn't know no better with some little Adidas. They wasn't the shell toe. They was like rectangle toe, some shit. And I had on this flare pink and purple shirt that had ruffles on it. And it had like a vine of flowers going. And it was like ombre pink to purple on some shit. And I just thought I was a badass bitch. So I get to the lock-in, not knowing what a lock-in is. All I know is I'm at a skating rink. So what the fuck am I supposed to do at a skating rink? Skate. Exactly. Not knowing that a lock-in is a place where you twerk and shit. Not and I, mind you, 
I didn't even know what twerking was. <laughs> I didn't know what twerking was. So I was like 12. So anyway, I get on the, I get some skates. I go skating and I fucking hate all American floors. But I go and I go skating and I wasn't able to stop myself. And I ended up running off the slope into a lady that we were sitting next to. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> and, Said, you not you not even supposed to be skating and what you got on <laughs> and what you got on and I swear after that clears my whole wardrobe started changing like <laughs> I started every time I went to the lock in I went in there because first of all I was like but first thing in my head I'm like take me to go and glide first of all <laughs> second of all how this bitch just gonna come at me about my outfit and she was just at my house with me while I was getting dressed she should have said something <laughs> instead of humiliating me instead of humiliating me in front of everybody you know what I'm saying so I feel like that I know for a fact that that wasn't just the sole the the only thing that just stopped me from wanting to you know be myself around people and stuff like that but it's definitely added to it and so when you go through shit like that constantly over because that's not the first time I don't went through not with her but just that's not the first time in general that I haven't been through no mm-hmm. through, with no shit like that and so um I haven't healed from it so when I go out around people I'm not out here twerking because I went through a whole line of my life with motherfuckers telling me that I was a terrible dancer you know what okay. I'm saying I don't be out here just singing because my whole life my little brother was telling me that I was a terrible singer and so I feel like <laughs> that's why you know what I'm saying like it's just it be, the, it be the smallest thing it be the stuff that you don't even think it's, it don't even be the stuff that you think you know what I'm saying that that triggers you that yeah like it be the small shit and then it it grows into bigger shit because we haven't we haven't dealt with those traumas. I know that it comes when people like us don't know boundaries or not necessarily don't know them, but aren't good with boundaries. And um, it's easy because we're so accepting of others. We we let everybody in. We let the wrong people in, and the wrong people start fucking. And those wrong people start fucking with our spirit. You know what I'm saying? So I guess I want to take this time just to, you know, give out a few tips on how to, to use boundaries to protect yourself from all these people that you find yourself accepting or trying to accept. Um, I was in a relationship with a guy that had a kid, okay? And when I first met him, I told him, I don't care you got a kid, you know what I'm saying? They ain't got shit to do with me, you know, as long as it ain't no extra drama or whatever the fuck, you know, I'm good. I'm good. And, um, cause I was like, shit, my mama had me out of wedlock, you know what I'm saying? Like, my mama had me with a whole nother person, like, that's just like saying my mama didn't deserve to find my dad, my stepdad, cause she had me first you know what i'm saying and right. that's how i that's how i looked at relationship like looked at people that had kids like i never judged a, a, a man that had kids you know before me but as the relationship went on and that relationship was something <laughs> i went back i went back and i told him man i said i i know what i said in the beginning but i think i lied and that's fine. And <laughs> because all of this unnecessary drama, all this, and you know me, like the type of person I am, I need constant reassurance. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. the fact that I have to share you, I mean, granted, your child comes first all day. You know, you're doing right by, by your child. So I'm not tripping off of that. But I don't fuck with the fact that I have to share you. I'm not going to share you with your child and your, and your child's mother. <laughs> fuck no. Because the simple fact that of all the extra stress and all the extra drama that came with it. And so that made me realize, okay, I didn't have to go into that relationship. Like, so the new me would be like, okay, you got a child. That's cool. But 
boom, boundary, add that boundary. But that doesn't align with what I got going on. That's not that's not my stilo. You know what I'm saying? Of course, there are better ways to say that. You know, but you know, it's that's all about practicing those boundaries. Like, no, if you don't fuck with that shit, you don't fuck with it. If it doesn't align with you. It doesn't align with you. What I'm saying is that person, like, and this is just an example. The fact that you have kids, and the fact, and the fact that the drama that comes with your kids bothers me, I can't fuck with you no more. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so because of that, I use that situation as a learning experience, and made it so that now moving forward, I know how I want to approach certain situations. And so as you should with with anything. Especially when it comes to dealing with people, because like I said, when it comes to empathic people or people that have gone through things like ostracism or just open minded people in general, it's so easy for us to we're so vulnerable and it's so easy for people to take advantage of us. It's so easy for people's spirits to disturb ours because I don't know about you but a person with a wacky ass spirit could come around me and not say shit to me but just their presence alone makes me feel weird you know what I'm saying and so yeah and so but you know like I said you know us being the people that we are because we're being so accepting it's like because I know me what my problem is I'll look at a person and I'll go wow like it's a reason why, you know, I, I feel bad for you. It, it don't even be like, I feel bad for you. It be on some... I just I feel, feel you. you. Yeah, like, I feel you. Like, you know I don't like that. <laughs> exactly, because that be giving, getting us fucked up every time. But I feel like that's where learning the boundary is important. Okay, well, to piggyback off your, to, off your judgment tip, I want to play, put a player partner um, tip in there that okay. aligns with that one. Okay. What I got from you was, you know, to have that alignment of, you know, have that alignment to know that, okay, this is not what I want to do. Be fully knowing yourself well enough that you can set up boundaries and definitely have people not cross them. So with a player partner tip, I want to say know your place. And I say know your place because the same way how you said, you know, some people have boundaries and to use your, uh, use your example with this one, um, you knew your place. You definitely need to know your place. And when I say know your place in that aspect, know your place well enough that when your when your time is expired with, let's say, this group of people or that group of people, or not even say that group of people, but that person, you know, they, they giving you a little too much. They want you to do a little too much. And not to say running away from problems either, because I know that's how that could sound. Oh, step away. Know when to step away. Know when to set oh. those boundaries up. Um, but all again, and it's like some people looked at me as really doing too much. Literally, people tell me that all the time. Like, you always ripping and running. You always there. You always that. You always in somebody's face. But no, really, I have to. That's stimulating. That stimulates my mind. Not only that, but I'm also knowing sometimes these people also need me. And mm. it's like, what do I look like turning my back on them when, you feel me, they allow me to enter. They allow me to have that freedom too be that player partner oh, oh okay <laughs> all you right. gotta know your place okay okay you know you you said some stuff there i i'm fucking with it i'm fucking with you <laughs> okay so let me go back a little bit so okay what i heard from the first half of what you said is season that's all i heard was season Folks, like, believe it or not, people just come in your life for a season. You know what I'm saying? So um, I feel like when you know your place then, or when you study your place or know yourself enough, you know when you're supposed to exit a situation or you should be able to know when you exit a situation. And there's nothing wrong with, I feel like a lot of times when it, because a lot of times the player partners be the impasse or just the cool ass niggas in general. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people like, like that are they're more reluctant to pulling back because of what you said like oh these people these people really gave me the opportunity to be their player partner but no really you just gave them the opportunity to have you as they play upon you know what i'm saying like you gotta start looking <laughs> like you gotta start looking at it and this is just me because you know me before i wouldn't even have this kind of thought process like you know what i'm saying like because i used to not think i was yeah. i wasn't shit you know what i'm saying when i say i wasn't shit but like, I don't think that I'm nobody. I ain't nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I walk around. I ain't nobody. 
So I feel like it'll be easier for you to pull back from those seasons that are up because that's perfectly normal. Sometimes people just aren't compatible. We're going to ask you, do you think, you know, knowing your season, knowing your place could help you avoid judgment? And it's crazy because my friend, she been going through some stuff with her friends or whatever at the, mm-hmm. at the moment where I feel I definitely see that, you know, those friends were somewhat seasonal for her and definitely, like, campus seasonal. Like, she's off campus now, and, mm. you know, she's been going back and forth on thinking, like, is it these people? Like, should I cut them off? Because, you know, she's people around you who don't mean you the best interest. Now, granted, you mm. will never know who that is because you just don't know. You can't tell, like, demons, they attach themselves to the best of people and even the worst of them. Like, they don't care who they get. But she sent me something, and it was like, oh, so that, that made me want to post that question. But we can't... Knowing you, your season will stop you from getting judged. Yeah, because that was your second um, tip. Well, what yeah, I got from. Okay. So I feel like regardless, people gonna judge, people gonna judge regardless. You know what I'm saying? So... I can't necessarily say that they're, you know, they're going to give off some judgment or give off some some hater vibes or something like that if you don't know where your season is. Because nine times out of ten, if they giving off them vibes, they was never really for you in the beginning. Right. And I mean, the way I had thought about that was it's situations where people, they just don't accept the fact that and this is more so in a relationship wise, but even mm-hmm. friendships, like they cannot accept the fact that this person is just not for me. This person is just not like me. Their season is over with. So they can't even accept that in themselves. So they kind of do too much. And I think people, know? I feel like, you know, at this point, we talking more, you know, we talking to more than the play partners. For anybody that's listening, you have to understand that that plays a really big part with the season, the whole season situation. Like, I'm learning that time doesn't matter because I know a lot of people that stay in relationships or they stay in friendships. We've been together for so long or we've been friends for these amount of years. You know what I'm saying? But if the relationship is is not benefiting you, if if the relationship is negatively impacting you, then you don't need it. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like that's a really important thing that we have to work on no start going left you as a player you your role as the player partner need to be player and say look this shit ain't it and i need to escort myself off the premises and so you know i feel like people are you know seasons don't necessarily have to be you know, for good, you know what I'm saying? Season could be, you know, you take the the negative situation, but, like, take the – look at the negative situation and get the positive out of it, you know what I'm saying? So, like, what did this relationship teach me? And what can I work on towards myself? I, that's what I always take out of any relationship field or growing. That's why I do feel like being um, being able to be that player partner really helps you actually learn and grow a little more compared to people who are like, yeah, I'm not dealing with them because I seen what they did with what's the name? Da, 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 they fake. Yeah. Like, it's been so many people who I meet and have this, who I should really have a negative pre-connotation of and I get mm-hmm. the best of them. And it's like, they don't act like that with me. <laughs> like, exactly. I think they just don't like you. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like, they don't like you because you went into it not liking them anyways. You went into it judging them anyway. So, I mean, not accepting their flaws, not accepting just them for who they are in general, because I feel like especially because of the the life that we live today anyway, just like with social media and then even for the people that can relate that are listening, um, you know, college students like college ain't nothing but high school 2.0. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) shit ain't nothing but. A fucking popularity ring, a fucking contest of who's better and why. You know what I'm saying? Like, acting like we're not there for an education. I mean, yeah, we're there to have fun and shit like that. But 
people, you know, to this day take shit like that serious. Like, no, I'm not finna judge a person because they dress weird. You know what I'm saying? That's That might just be what they like. You know what I'm saying? They ain't got shit to do with me. I'm not finna judge a person. Because a person walks different or they talk different or they think different than me. And because, and, um, like, no, I, you gotta, you gotta look into everything with an open mind. I feel like what makes the player partner so unique, you know, as a person, because we're so versatile, we know how to act in every situation. Oh, God. I want to put <laughs> player partner tip and player partner tip. Okay. Partner <laughs> um, that being said, you know, I get, we have to be acceptable. And when I say acceptable, I mean acceptable, com- comma, well, not comma, but semicolon. You know the little the anthracite, the one with the two dots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's simple <laughs> dot dot face card. And I'm going to say it like that because when you are a player partner, I feel like you have to be acceptable. And not, not to say that you're changing yourself to be acceptable, but you so unique and you so yourself that you can't help but to respect it because it's like, like you said, in the world we live in now, it's like everything seems as it's, it's almost like competitive. It's almost like, who does this better? Who does that? And when you got somebody who walk in the room and they like, I don't care what you do. I don't care how you do it. And matter mm-hmm. of fact, I don't even care what you're doing or why you're doing it. I accept you for doing you. I accept that you think you're the best. And I know I know the best, but I accept that you're <laughs> the best. And I can't, you know, boost you up to be that. Or, you know, I know you, I know you think you're not so good in this, so I accept you for not being that good in it, but also we're going to try to help you push yourself up. And that goes into that face card because me personally, especially with, with that role of just being so acceptable, being so, you know, but so versatile, mm-hmm. um, it helps my face card. And with certain groups of people, they'll be like, oh, you know, I might add that little extra, that extra little spunk to be like, who, who, who is them? Who are them? Play a partner is the play a partner equal plug. (laughs) No, for real, because I like not. We had to connect on everything. Like I, like I be hearing sometimes I be hearing people talk, and not just like I know somebody for that. I know somebody for that. (laughs) I know somebody. (laughs) I know somebody for that. I know somebody for like, and if I don't know somebody for that, I know somebody that knows somebody for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And especially when you are in a world of, you know, where you're trying to, pro- or when, you know, when you're in the state of trying to progress and you need networking, especially when you're doing things that align with what you're trying to do, it's always, to, it's always good to have those options. You know what I'm saying? And um, I also feel like it's not nothing wrong i mean shit what's a friendship you know if if it's not taking away from you negatively impacting you in any way then what's what's the problem with it you know what i'm saying right so i do like that though because like that also goes into what i just said like how that person who you may feel like is always jumping around granted they're jumping around but they're also meeting new people going to to go in new places they mm-hmm. might come back and be like hey bro i went such and such and such and such and i think you would really like this and granted you would have never knew about that without that person so exactly. actually that's what i mean when i say the face card it's like a, being with this person helped my not to say it helped my face card but it adds a value Adds value. and, and okay. it not necessarily just take away or it's just like oh you know not not like a mm-hmm. just a plus or it really adds value to you as well. So that player partner, you gonna know if you got one, if they are accepted everywhere like a face card, okay? Accepted everywhere like a visa, I'm trying to tell you. Real player. Real player, and that's why we be getting judged because real players got haters. And that's just that on that. <laughs> Somebody for real, because real it's crazy. Somebody is gonna be mad at you. This is this a this a this a pro tip, player pro tip. Somebody is always. It don't matter what room you in. I promise you, if it's more than three people in that room, somebody in that room is gonna be looking at you, observing you. And then when I say observing you, I ain't talking about just you know peeping, looking. They observing what you say. They observing the way you move. Mm-hmm. They observing even the, even the way you drink your drink because they so intrigued at 
how is this motherfucker pulling attention? How was this person sitting back but still got this cool essence on them? How this person mm-hmm. in the corner literally don't want to be there? And you can tell they don't want to be there. Them, them be the ones that's praying on your downfall. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. you gotta, and you That's why you got to be up on game, know your place, set your boundaries. And be and know and, and pray for discernment. <laughs> and pray for discernment. That's so like, major. Like God, please put me in the dirt. Like no, that is like pray for the as a play partner. I mean, for anybody, you gotta pray for discernment. Like remove who who is not for me. You know what I'm saying? You you have to have that ability because it's so easy for us as cool ass niggas to get used it is like and it be the cool folks who try to use you who make it seem like mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm cool too and really they them the yes. people you add the value to so when you start you know when you start to leak off they understand they realize like oh that person actually was for me all the way you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. don't sometimes they even gotta explain it too much and they'll they know because at the end they gonna miss you and you gonna be or somewhere else bettering yourself because nine times out of ten if you kept if if you outlived your season with somebody they constantly are fucking up and and a lot of times like i've been seeing a lot of posts maybe it's not that because you know we go sometimes i know i had this problem when i go well i'm such a good person or you know that's a whole nother situation for another self but you know when i'm a good person i'm so accepting of everybody why can't nobody accept me why can't nobody love me you know what i'm saying and it's like that may not be the case at all maybe it's just that something god is allowing these people to fuck up so that because he knows that it's not for us right and that and that too and I'm a like you said, that's another talk for another time. But <laughs> one thing about one thing about God that I know for a fact, the way that we think is very minute to the grand scheme of how He thinks. Like mm-hmm. you can say, Lord, please remove whatever such and such from my life. You all your physical possessions will leave you. Your mm-hmm. your car, your money, everything, all the things that you thought was good for you, and then you like, well, damn, you know, I thought I prayed for right. the good stuff, like. I thought I was praying for this person who but I thought was supposed that. to be. It's deeper than that. Thank you. And, and that same person who you could be praying for trying to get out your life is maybe that person who you actually need mm-hmm. because they them rubbing you is making you work. Like some some people rubbing you is it's good in a way. Like mm-hmm. I always thought about that because a lot of people try to make it seem like I pray for everybody to leave my life and everybody live. Okay, because that means you need to deal with yourself. Exactly. Period. Like, not, not that they was talking about you. No, that just means you need to deal with yourself exactly. before you go back out trying to deal with everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> but, because to me, I feel like if you can't accept other people's flaws, then you will never accept your own flaws. So Thank that's you. a big thing. Too. People that. do not accept themselves for who they are. Like, self-acceptance so it's like if you don't accept yourself then how do you expect anybody else to because then you'll never truly know who you are you're never ever not even to say because we as people don't ever really kind of know but we have an idea we have a synopsis you know how other people perceive us and how we perceive ourselves but if you don't accept other people stuff and not and just the way you said it accept it and then move from it you ain't gotta go sit and sit excuse me but you ain't gotta go sit in that shit with them yeah you can see them sitting in that in that quicksand you can see them sinking or whatever you can lay your hand out to help but you'll be real idiotic if you go walk in that quicksand you go walk in that shit with them why not move around it because <laughs> some people meant to be in in the situation so you know just you being accepting will show you well, hey, they act like this and that and that and that here, so that's them. So that's why they there. Like, I'm not meant to help them. I'm meant to just kind of give them a hand because I can't pull them out of that because they got to also, you know, stand up. Mm-hmm. It's like standing in shallow water. All you got to do is stand up. Hmm. Okay. 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 Listen to you talking about defense. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> he said, all you got to do is stand up, period. Because that's all you got to do. I mean, sometimes, you know, that shit hard when everything else is just blocking you. You know what I'm saying? It is. But, you know, the, as long as you you put that knee to bending, <laughs> you get that knee to bending and put you one little hand on the ground. <laughs> You got you enough leverage to put yourself up. <laughs> and sometimes that's just how easy it be. And people don't see it because they feel like they just drown. You're not it's drowning. It's, it's, you're, say it again. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> you are not drowning. Just stand up. You are in shallow water looking at all of everything that ain't right. You can accept yourself as somebody who is imperfect like it's okay to not have a job it's okay to not fit in with that crowd it's okay because guess what it's seven billion people on this world we in corona these people still <laughs> done why 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 you feel like god just striking god just he, he just picking on you today no he wants you to stand up for yourself like he done did half of the work like you don't want to do nothing you just want to drown I don't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, get it. Right. That brings us to the end of our show. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I know it was a little scattered, but you know, it's always a great convo when it comes to clearance. So, you know, I really, I tried to give you guys a fun show today and, or me and Clarence tried to give you guys something fun to listen to, something less preachy. And so, uh, like I said, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, Clarence, do you have anything you would like to say? Um, nothing, but thank you for having me. Um, I really feel like there's something that the people don't want to hear. I thank y'all for listening. And y'all need to go ahead and keep it playing. Always. Always. And um, uh, let the people know where they can find you again again. Um, Okay. <laughs> You can find, and again, you can find me at Rocky, R-O-C-K-E-Y underscore style on Instagram. Uh, the business Instagram would be crown underscore dot app. Spell that exactly how we sound. And, you know, to see a little more of me, I don't know. Just just keep tuning in. Keep watching. Yeah, and best believe Clarence will be back. He will be back. He gonna be back sooner than he think. <laughs> but he gonna be back. <laughs> so y'all tune in. Thank y'all so much for listening again. And I'll see you guys next week. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at UniJ. That's U-N-I-I-J-A-Y. Once again, U-N-I-I-J-A-Y. As well as our podcast page, which is Messages from Moonchild. Spell MSGS from Moonchild. Also, be sure to text the advice hotline if you need to any advice or if you need to rent. Text the word phase P H A S E to 470-280-8910. Thank you guys for listening to Messages from Moonchild, and I'll see you guys next week. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe.